0: Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for January 27th, 2021. It's the birthday of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, Born on this day in 1756, Salzburg, Austria. Mozart showed prodigious ability from his earliest childhood. Competent on keyboard and violin by the age of three, Mozart began composing and performing for the royal court by the age of five. At the age of 17, Mozart was engaged as a musician at the Salzburg court, but grew restless and traveled in search of a better position. While visiting Vienna in 1781, He was dismissed from his Salzburg position, but chose to stay in the capital, where he achieved fame but little financial security. During his final years in Vienna, he composed many of his best-known symphonies, concerti, and operas, and portions of the Requiem, which was largely unfinished at the time of his early death of renal failure at the age of 35. He composed more than 600 works— many acknowledged as pinnacles of symphonic, concertante, chamber, operatic, and choral music. Mozart composed his works in his head. The act of actually notating the music on paper, or copying out, as Mozart called it, was simply a necessary last step. When Mozart was composing something relatively simple, like opera recitatives or ballroom minuets, Conception and notation occurred simultaneously. According to his wife Costanza, at these moments Mozart composed music as if he were writing a letter. Mozart's musical memory was so highly developed that he could retain entire works of music, note for note, in his head, and such stories are legion. Most famously, perhaps, was his transcription of the Miserere. Conceived by Italian composer Gregorio Allegri, Miserere is a setting of Psalm 51, composed during the reign of Pope Urban VIII, probably during the 1630s, for sole use in the Sistine Chapel during matins as part of the exclusive Tenebrae service on Wednesday and Friday of Holy Week. It was the last of twelve miserere's composed and chanted at the service since 1514, and by far the most popular. To preserve the music's reputation for mystery and inaccessibility, the Vatican forbade its transcription and was only performed annually in the Sistine Chapel for those two particular services. Writing it down or performing it elsewhere was a crime punishable by eternal hell, through excommunication. According to a popular story backed up by family letters, the 14-year-old Mozart was visiting Rome with his father, Leopold, when he first heard the piece during the Wednesday service. Later that day, he wrote it down entirely from memory, returning to the chapel that Friday to make minor corrections. Here's the letter Leopold sent to Wolfgang's mother, Anna Maria, after that occasion. You have often heard of the famous Miserere in Rome, which is so greatly prized that the performers are forbidden on pain of excommunication to take away a single part of it, copy it, or give it to anyone. But we have it already. Sometime during his travels, Mozart met the British historian Dr. Charles Burney, who obtained the piece from him and took it to London, where it was published for the first time in 1771. In response, Mozart was summoned to Rome, but instead of excommunicating the boy, the Pope showered him with praise for his feat of musical genius, and the ban was lifted. Allegri's Miserere has been a mainstay in choral music and is widely performed to this day. And here's one more little story before we go. We know that Mozart copied out the overture to Don Giovanni on the day of its premiere. But a story circulated at the time that Mozart actually had three complete overtures to Don Giovanni in his head. According to the story, the singer Luigi Bassi, who premiered the role of Don Giovanni, and Mozart's friend, the Prague-based pianist Franz Duschek, chose the overture in D minor after Mozart played all three of them on the piano. The other two overtures were never copied out and thus were lost. This was the downside to Mozart's phenomenal memory, as we can't know just how many works he had in his head when he died at the age of 35. German music historian Hermann Ebert had this to say, Given Mozart's dislike of writing anything down, it is entirely natural that a large number of his works were simply never written down. Strange though it may sound, only a part of his over has survived, the rest he himself kept from us. Mozart is undoubtedly among the most enduringly popular of classical composers, and his influence is profound on subsequent Western art music. Beethoven composed his own early works in the shadow of Mozart, often making musical nods to Mozart in his own music. In the words of Joseph Haydn, Posterity will not see such a talent again, in 100 years. But in fact, 229 years after his death, we're still waiting. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.